0: Okay, we are at the bottom of Yotet Amun Aleph at the uh, two dots. We talked about there's a forty day break in rains, so then uh, we immediately begin to start matri'in, To start blowing the shofar. Somebody get the door, please. Sorry. So the Gemara says, "May Makat The Gemara, Mishnah, talks about Makat Batsores, the plague of famine. So it seems like a weird language, plague of famine. It's a plague or it's famine. What do you mean plague of famine? So Amarabila Marav Makah Hamabiyah Batsoret. It's a type of plague that then leads to famine. Okay? So Ammarav Nachman. Rab Nachman said that I'll define it as follows: Nahara a Nahara Bitsorata. If it's an issue of river to river, that's called a batsorat. Um, but Medinata a medinata is Kafna. So There's a difference between Batsorit, and you'll be translated really Batsorit as like a famine, but there's sort of like two different levels. Batsorit means like a lack of, uh, I guess like a lack of food. Kafna is like mamash, like a real famine. So Nahara and Nahara, one explanation is that if you have to sort of transport food from by river, like river to river. Like, but it seems like you know, relatively nearby, but that's still bad. So that's called the B'Tzorad. If it's Medinata, Medinata, from one, let's say, state, or like, you know, a whole different, to a new area, that's really called the Kafton. That's much more severe. Okay, if Amra am Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Chanina gives a little bit of a different definition. Sa'a b'Sala Ushchicha B'Tzorata. If you could buy a Sa'a, it's a certain amount of grain for one sela. Then it's uh but it can be found, meaning like it's a, maybe it's like a, a raise or a price higher than usual, but you can get it. So that's but sorad, meaning again it's not great, but it's not awful. Our ba'ah, if you if it costs four Sela for the same sa'ah, the Shchicha, and it really can't be found, it's really hard to get a hold of, kafna, that's outright famine. Okay. He says that's only that was only taught when you have when the money is sort of cheap. Meaning the money can be found, but But the produce is uh, it costs a lot of money. It's yakar. It's expensive. But if you have a situation where the money is expensive, meaning it's hard to get a hold of cash, even if the perot are bezol, even if the perot aren't don't cost that much, then you have immediate because if you can't get the money to buy the food, then we're in real trouble. So, would be like Great Depression. I guess. Yeah, everything was pretty cheap, but right. You, you have no, you have no cash. I guess something like that, right? And so you see, like that's really like a real uh, severe crisis. The Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, I remember Kad Habukaymez Arba Sain Basella. I remember a situation when there were four sain for percella. Vahabu nefiche, nefiche kifan beteveria isar, and there were many people nefiche. means there was a lot of nefiche of like swollen people. I assume it means like swollen bellies. Like when people are are starving, their bellies get swollen. Kifans, so that's a famine in Tiberia. Why isar? Because there was no money. all coin. There was nothing. We had nothing available. So that's a little bit of economics. Okay, the mission then continues says, Do let's "How about if the rain falls for the vegetation, but not for the tree? We suffer sort of tree, not vegetation. We for both, but not for like the cisterns." So Gemara says, "I understand a case of for vegetation and not for trees." You can find in a case where the rain comes nicha, like uh, gently, but doesn't come razi, it doesn't come hard. Okay, that would be better for the, for the trees, would be the hard rain. The light rain is good for the tzmachim. The idlan lo in the reverse, if it's for the trees, but not for the vegetation, the yoraz ve'lo That becomes harder, so that's good for trees, but it's not great for vegetation. Okay, so that, and it doesn't come, uh, it doesn't come gently. in case we hear both, it's good for vegetation and for uh, trees. lo not for the pits, cisterns, and trenches, mishkacha uh, la da'atya razya venicha, it's a case where it's found where you have hard rain and gentle rain, mi however, it, a lot doesn't fall, I meaning you have the right type of rains, but it's just the quantity isn't enough, so you're not filling up like the... The 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 cisterns and stuff that really contain they can hold the water for longer periods of time. So all those cases we understand the Gemara is saying. Allah, but the case, the following case of the bright of the Mishnah. How about the cases where it goes into the cisterns and the pits and the, and the caves, but not for the, tra- the trees and vegetation? What's a case like that? How do you find a case like that? Gemara says the atya It's where it comes like pouring it. I mean, if it's poor like I guess I would say like literally pours, right? Like at a certain point, it's like it's very good to fill up the cisterns, that's great. But that will damage, that will kill the vegetation, it's gonna like, like, drown the vegetation, and won't be good for trees either. It's just too much. It doesn't uh, so the style of rain also matters. That's a certain sensitivity that uh, sometimes we're aware of, sometimes not, but they certainly were very aware of. Okay. we learn the liberate as follows Ma triinahi alha ha we blow the shofar about trees and pros pesach as it gets close to pesach. Um, if you get um, if you're worried about the the cisterns and stuff, then you'll blow the shofar even if it gets close to Sukkot. Chag Sukkot. The idea here, I think, is that at a certain point we no longer are asking for rains so when it comes to the. Um, the trees, once we hit Pesach time, that's kind of it. Like, we'll blow the over up until it's close to Pesach time, but after that, it's not really going to be useful anymore, so we don't ask for it anymore. When it comes to Barochef in the Maro, which is basically how we have you know, drinking water and things like that, so then we'll kill the because it's always going to be useful. Val kulan uh, for all of them. If there's no water to drink, I guess the sister's is not just for drinking; it's also irrigation. But if you don't have water to drink, Matri in miyad, then that will blow the chauffeur immediately. It doesn't make a difference what time of year, because you always need drinking water. Okay, ve'i shalahan, <laughs> and that you blow the shofar immediately. Does it mean literally like that day? There's no. <laughs> it means the Baha'i, right? The Monday, Thursday, Monday fast that we sort of So at a certain point, you recognize this isn't happening, so we do that. We institute immediately Monday, Monday, Thursday, Monday. Ve'al and for all of these, <laughs> and for all of them, you only blow the shofar in their afraqya. Afraqya is like the region, like their, um, Rajah says, <laughs> like in that. Kingdom or in that state. We probably call it like a county or something like that. Okay? Askara, when it comes to askara, which is a disease, I think it translates as diphtheria. When there's death involved, people are dying, then we blow the shofar. matri When there's no death, we don't blow the shofar necessarily. I mean, it's bad, but it doesn't require the response of blowing the shofar. Um matri will blow the shofar for our locusts for any amount, because I think we're worried immediately locusts will eat up all the produce, and if some locusts come, more locusts will come after. Rabbi Shimon ben-Nazer Omer, he says, even if just for um, caterpillars, because, again, he, he's, I guess he feels that the caterpillar showing up also as a sign for future damage. I guess if you think about, like, the very hungry caterpillar... You know, and on mass that'd be pretty awful. In the other years of the Shemitah cycle, meaning not the Shemitah year, but the other six years, we blow the shofar about Ilanot. For the cisterns and the, you know, the pits and the, and the caves, even on Shemitah. Even the Shemitah year, we'll blow the shofar for that. He says, no, even for trees will blow the shofar during the Shemitah year. Why? Because in the trees there is Parnassah for the poor people, that they can come and take the food and things like that. So we're, we're still concerned that certain, uh, you know, there should be certain produce. The regular produce in the field maybe we're not going to have, but the trees will produce every single year. So it's helpful for them to have the rain. Tanya that we the, again it's very similar we brought the shofar for ilanot in the other years of the shemitah cycle even in the seventh year the so he adds the word Sfichin. Sfichin is what's called like after growth it's like extra things that grow in the ground. Um, Not from normal planting, it's just stuff that kind of like, maybe it's like leftovers in the field, sort of like sprouted or something like that. Um, Like we had a situation one time in our garden where a tomato plant started growing. And we never planted a tomato plant in our garden. We don't even have any type of vegetables. So I was like, what's going on there? So I asked my neighbor, who knows more about gardening. She said, it must be that like tomato seeds, she said, tomatoes plants grow like wild. It must be that some way, or somehow a tomato seed like flew into your yard somehow. And then there you got to got a tomato plant. And we had like, you know, cherry tomatoes for the next two months. It was crazy. But like that, but that will happen by itself every once in a while. So that's called s'fichim. It's like Zayor de for normal people not to eat s'fichim during the Shemitah year, but for the, i that's say that they'd be allowed to eat the, the eat the Sfichin uh, as well. Now, Tanya, we learn in the Breitah, am Rabbi Leza Ben-Parta, miyum Na na'asu gishamim tsimukim la'olam, Rabbi Leza Ben-Parta says, that the time of the destruction of the Beit Mekdash, which I guess we're saying like, when we sort of lost our direct contact with Hashem, the rain became like tsimukim, it became like, became like raisins, it became like, like dried out and sparse. There are some years where the, where the, where the rain is, is plentiful, but there's other years where the, the rain is not, as scarce. Some years the rain falls at the proper time. Some years it doesn't fall at the proper time. How do we, how do we compare a year that the rain falls at the proper time to? It's like a, a servant whose master gave him his wages uh, on Sunday. You end up with a dough that can be uh, baked properly and eaten properly. Meaning everything, you have all the ingredients in advance, you have enough time to, to organize the things you need to do, everything comes up much better. Bashanasha. But if you have a year that the rain does not follow the proper time, what's that similar to? It's like giving your servant their parnasa, the, the wages on Erev Shabbat. So you're rushed now. So you end up with a dough that's not baked properly and that isn't then obviously eaten properly because it sort of like doesn't, it isn't like as good as it could have been. What do we compare a year where there's a lot of rain to? It's like an evid whose master gives him his wages in one shot. Like right at the beginning, then you have all your yearly wages at the beginning. But as it's happening here, it's actually kind of interesting. That you end up with the mill, that the rechaim is like the mill, um, it grinds from a core of grain, a core is a like large amount of grain, what it also um, uh, grinds from a kav, it means as follows, that when you um, put the grain into the, into the mill into the mill to grind the grain, there's certain, I imagine sort of like little pockets or little areas where like some grain could get stuck, you know, you'd lose a certain amount of the flour uh, no matter what. And that amount of flour that you use, that you lose excuse me, is fixed because it's the same number of like pockets or little crevices that they could fall into. So if you put a lot of grain in at one time, you're going to lose that same amount as if you put in a small amount of grain. And so what it's saying is when you have a lot of grain, you have a lot of grain. So that's like getting your abundance at the beginning because you're only going to lose from all your grain a tiny bit. Whereas if you get your grain bit by bit, every time you go back to the millstone you're going to lose that same amount of grain. It's kind of like, uh, I was thinking about this, it's kind of like if you use the ATM, it's like ATM fees. So let's say you take it $100. It's usually a fixed fee at the ATM, right? It'll be like, whatever, four shekel or whatever it might be, all right? So if you take it 100 shekel, you lose four shekel. If you take it 1,000 shekel, you lose four shekel. So it's better if you have more money in your banking and you take it 1,000 shekel all the time, you're still losing only four. The percentage is much less. Same thing here. If you can get it, the rains are plenty. So you're getting a lot more bang for your buck, so to speak. Okay? Because the name says, the name it says, it'sa ochelat min hakor, akmo uh, ochelat min hakav. So it'sa also the, dough, the the kneading trough, also the uh, that you you knead the dough. Same thing happens. So again, it, it eats up from the core, but eat it eats up from the kav. Shana sheg shamea muatin if you have a year where the rain is uh scarce lemahu domel ever shall allow our bopena satoma atmaab it's like the master giving him his wages bit by bit names to urechayim ashatokh min min akor min hakav names to sit sakamashna khalabina kor khalamina kav so the same idea you lose that same amount in the in the in the mill and in the kneading trough that you would you lose uh from a from a court from a kav so it's you're, you're losing the same amount each time and it's you end up with much higher losses okay another uh, explanation this is if you have a lot of uh, rain what's that similar to it's a person who's mixing the cement or the plaster so you have to mix it with water if you have a lot of water the water and the plaster or the cement gets mixed up really well because you have enough water. If you have a small amount of water, you run out of water. You don't get a good mix of the cement because it's sort of like dry in pockets and it like doesn't come out as well. So you need to have a lot more. So that's another analogy sort of, of what it's like. The same thing would be true for the produce, I guess. Right, there's certain water is got like you know absorbed by the ground and doesn't necessarily affect the vegetation. So if you get like you know a steady amount, uh, then it's much better, better than having like a small amount. Okay, now we're going to get into a famous story, an interesting story. Uh, it will take us onto Amud alif deep into Amud Aleph, um, probably about halfway down the page. I'm not sure uh, what's our timing like. Do we have time to go all the way through? You think it won't take so long? But if we have extra time, or do we have to stop like in few minutes. Okay, so I think it'll take us, it'll take us about five minutes. Is it okay? Yeah, is so good? You're okay? You're okay? So it's a time when all of Israel came to do Ola Regal, right here, and they didn't have enough water to drink. So Naktimon Ben Gurion, he's a well-known person in Gemara, that he was somebody, one of the people in Yerushalayim at the time uh, around the Khorban who uh, had a lot of money. He was tremendously, tremendously wealthy. So he went to this certain Adon and said like this, Amarlo, he said, Halveni bayanot mayim Lend me 12 uh, like springs or cisterns of water so we can use the water for the people who came to be Olarega. V'ani enot and I'll return this same amount of water to you. Lecha. And if I don't give it back to you, kikar I'll give you 12 talents of silver, which is apparently a very, very large amount of money, uh, the qabal uzman, and they establish a time when he'll pay him back. Okay, so that was the deal. So, like, Dimon Ben-Gurion, he didn't have the resources, but he had the money, so he's going to tell the guy, gets the water for everybody, promises to pay him if it becomes necessary. So, the time came, and there still hadn't been any rain, meaning this guy who had all the water, who had the cisterns, their cisterns have not been refilled naturally, and therefore, Natimon Ben-Gurion is going to have to pay up cash. So what happened? In the morning, he sent him the following verses. Send me either water, which we don't see any clouds, or money. So he's hoping money. I have in your hands. You owe me this money. I still have time. The whole day is still mine. And the ideal was, I'm not going to pay you at the end of the day. But to so in the afternoon, and it's a right afternoon, Shalachlo, he sent him again, Shagarli O Mayim Omo, send me either water or the money, Shiyesh Biachah, that I have in your possession. But Shalachloh and he sent back to him, Adin Yesh Shahut Bayom, I still of time. But Mincha Shalach, so Mincha it's like late in the afternoon. Shagarli O Mayyom Omao, Sheesh Biacha, Shalachlo, Adin Yesh Shahut Bayom. So the same same thing, same interaction. So finally at this point, Lee Glay Gala to Adon. The Adon starts to laugh at him. Amarlo, he said, What well, the whole year hasn't rained, right? And now, in the last, what, half hour of the day, there's going to be enough rain to fill up all the cisterns that I gave you? Come on, pay up. So he, he the Adon, goes into like, the bathhouse like, happy because he knows he's going to be super rich in a few minutes. As soon as the sunset comes, he's done, right? He's going to have to pay the money or he'll never receive the money. As the Adon was entering in simcha, in happiness, and you are in joy, to the Beit HaMerechats, Naktimon, he goes the So Naktimon, he goes to the Beit HaMikdash. Kishu at he was very sad. And he he wrapped himself in a talit. He stood and dove in and as follows. It's revealed and known to you that I didn't do it for my own honor. I didn't do it for my father's uh, honor, or my, my father's household's honor. I, did, I made this deal for your own honor. So there would be water for the people who came to be all the regal, to, to, to see you in the Beit HaMikdash immediately clouds covered the whole sky rain started to fall until all the cisterns were totally filled and had extra so now as the Adon leaves the Beit HaMerechatz so he's even the Beit Migdash. So they, all of a sudden the guy realizes it, it's like, oh my gosh, like everything's been filled up. they met each other. Amar lo, ten li, dmei mayim, yoteh, be shibiyadcha. So the like demon says to the, to the Adon now, hey, I got you more water than you asked for. You owe me money now. You got to pay me for the extra money. So Amar lo, wait a second. ani here isha, bishvilcha. He said, look, I know that God only like, Stirred things up for you. Like, I get it. You're like a good guy. But Ela, adai yeshi I still have a claim against you. I still have a way to literally, so I can open my mouth. I still have to say, why? Ma'otai. I can still take it from you my money. Why? She'kfar it's because the sunset already. You missed it. It was too late. It was after sunset. You lose. And the rain basically fell in my own property, meaning it was my own possession because it wasn't in your. Uh, your, if it was within your time that you said, then fine, I'd owe you the money. But it's not, it's within my time, it's after the deadline. So what happens? It goes back into the Beit You should know Hashem, that there are people who love you in this world. Immediately the clouds parted and the sun shone through, meaning so it wasn't nighttime, it was daytime at that moment the Adon says to Nakdima Menguryon, Maotai. if only the fact that the sun hadn't like penetrated through and shown, I would have had a claim against you. But like, you got me this time, Nakdima Mengurion, you know, but maybe I'll get you next time. But that's the uh, that's a famous story. Naktima Mengurion, who got the wife of the people for uh, being Olarego, Rego, had this famous miracle. Of the uh, of the sun shining through, even though it 's very late, so we'll stop there and pick up tomorrow.